What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what? Terrence. Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. It's the end of the week podcast. It's literally like Friday evening. Friday evening. Yeah. yeah. We're Friday rushing evening. this one out, man. Yeah. Just just had to get it out. Like. Just shit it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think, because you, you only came back, you've only been back in action like two days, like, right? Two, three days. Three days, like three days. Three days. Like, Wednesday, so. Wednesday, I was back. Wednesday, you're still catching up with life. Catching up with life. And yeah, just a couple of days. Like, so. Wednesday, we recorded, what? Correct, uh, correct, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just yeah. getting back to the swing of things. So you're trying to blame me in some way for us having to record on a Friday evening, is it? Um, hey, don't give me this shit, huh? Yeah, don't give me this shit. Yeah, nonsense. No, but was, the truth is when, anyway, the schedule, our schedules get more packed, like, right? Yeah, the, yeah. These shorter weeks or if one of us is away and all that. Like. Yeah. But we're still here. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't shy away. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, our duty, like, right? We our duty, man. 100% into this job, like, right? Yeah, correct. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You're not, not doing any international podcast mm. or being no, guests on it. Just 100% yeah, yeah. on this job. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, because yes. it's important, like, it's important. It's important. It is important. Um, and even, yeah, okay, before we get into that, before yeah. we get into that, it's a, it's a hot topic. It's something that we've spoken about before, but we will get a bit deeper. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're jumping straight into it. La. Yeah, but before that, yes. uh, we always tell people, if this podcast has meant anything to you, please hit subscribe, follow on all social media platforms, especially on Spotify and on our YouTube channel if you're watching this. Mm. And aside from that, what else can, should you do? Uh, just, wait, you already said share it with someone. Uh, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do the share. Okay, so if you share it with someone, uh, yeah. no, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, share it with someone who maybe have not has not heard of us, mm. has not heard of our podcast. Our podcast grows a lot through word of mouth. Mm. And if you want to work with us in any shape, way, or form, uh, you can reach out to us at contact at ministryoffunny dot com. Yes. Yes. We'll promise you our undivided attention. To your yeah. Email yeah. Even if we take a bit longer to respond, <laughs> we will respond. Yeah, because yeah, it means a lot uh, to yeah. to have undivided attention. Undivided attention. Undivided attention. But yeah, but why we keep harping on this undivided attention thing? Uh because because Parliament sat in the middle of this week, twenty mm. second November specifically, yeah. to kind of debate something that we have talked about on the podcast previously, mm. Mm. Uh, and that is an amendment to the constitution. Uh, to allow presidents and ministers to take on international roles in private capacities. Mm. I think when we spoke about it, it was kind of like tabled for discussion. Yeah. Uh, we shared our thoughts then. Mm. Uh, and the latest development is 22nd November. Uh, they said, I think out of uh, all the votes, no one abstained. I think 75 said yes, 8 mm. said no. Mm. Uh, mainly WP and PSP. Yep. Uh, but in the end, the bill was passed. Lah. Yeah. So the constitution is going to be amended. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, it basically gives uh, Tarman the mm. right to pursue some ECAs. Lah, outside hey, of hey, his, hey, Darrens, so. don't say ECAs. Extracurricular. Extra okay, co-curricular. Co-curricular. CCA. Well, Darrens, it is all in the interest <laughs> of Singapore. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. you do an ECA, it's an interest of being a well-rounded student, right? Yeah, correct, I'm not correct. saying, you're not saying, I'm not saying that you're a worse student because of that, right? Worse, is it? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, like, bad is student. Is it a worse like. student? Is this is what happens when yeah. you don't, when you spend too much time in your ECAs and not on your Yeah, worse, yeah. That's right. <laughs> worse student, correct. Worse student. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, so, so, I mean, there's a lot of technical jargon mm. about uh, like certain articles and 19Q, 22A and stuff like that. 
uh, which we will we will kind of get into. But basically, the, it overall it, it is a framework uh, specifically to kind of uh, draw parameters around the president taking up international appointments in his private capacity as mm. well as ministers. Yeah. Right. And and there was a lot that was discussed. I think they debated it for like two and a half hours in parliament. Mm. It started off with like DPM Wong giving an address. Then Denise Poir gave the supplementary thing. Mm. Then uh, there were opposition MPs, Gerald Giam, James De- Lim. Dennis Chua, uh, Dennis, the, Dennis Tan. Dennis Tan, Tan yeah, yeah. And Man Wai. Yeah. Then they were sparring with Christopher D'Souza and all that. Mm. Um, and I mean, from, from what I understand, from what DP, DPM Wong said, that it is something that with consultation from the Attorney General, mm. um, it, it feels like it's something that needs to be put down in black and white to prevent any kind of like uh, confusion. Mm. Mm. Because right now, as Riley pointed out, I think even by MPs like Leong Man Wai, the current constitution doesn't really say you cannot, lah, right? Mm, mm. Right, and I think uh, there have been ministers and even PM. Uh, I think Go Chok Tong, uh, no Lee Kuan Yew as well, when he was minister mentor, held an international yeah. post. So it has been done before, lah. Yeah, uh, and, and they've been doing it, lah. On the they've side, been doing right? it. Yeah. yeah. So, so from what you listen, why, why the need for this bill then? From my understanding, yeah, lah, there is this. They need to put a legal framework because it seems to be in a grey area now. Mm. Uh, and they want to put it there so that there's no doubt about whether it can or can't be done. Mm. And uh, and and so, and they are also, because I think also Tarman specifically, uh, right, mm. has a lot of international roles. He came into the elections with a lot of uh, roles in international bodies, right? Yeah. So this one, they're, they're saying that this will allow him to continue to, you know, be an ambassador, a diplomat, Singapore's top diplomat, la, mm, as Chris D'Souza yeah. says it, to the rest of the world. La. Yeah. And they're even going that, that step to backdate this, these legal amendments to when he assumed office 14 as September. So it's very specifically because of Tarban, right? Yeah. But they did say that this is for current and mm. future presidents. Correct, correct. Yes. And current and future ministers. Yeah. And uh, just to give some clarity on the roles that you mentioned, uh, Tarman mm. holds, he's the chairman of the board of trustees of the group of 30, mm. the G30, which is like this, there's almost like this think tank of thought leaders, uh, specifically in private and public uh, finance uh, roles. Mm. Mm. He's a member of the board of trustees of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. He's the co-chair of the Global Commission on the Economics of Water and the co-chair of the United Nations Human Development Report Advisory Board. Mm, mm. Uh, I mean, it is all pretty legit shit. Like, and it's something that's not new to Singaporeans. We yeah. all know that he's like some international superstar. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, so, so at, at the end of the day, when this was passed, uh, what, what are the emotions that are coursing through your veins? Uh? I know the last time we spoke about this, mm. I think I was maybe leaning more on the side. Okay, la, you know, our president is mm. a sought-after individual who, you know, a lot of people want him to sit on their boards or whatever to not only uh, add prestige, but also it gives Singapore a chance to be at the table, la, right? Mm. Uh, so I think I was leaning more in that direction. But um, after hearing some of the arguments and, uh, and the defenses that made by the MPs, I'm kind of swinging to the other side, la, mm. where where I'm seeing that that there's a there's a bit too much there's a bit too much banking on your president being Tarman. Mm. What I mean is that we yes we have a very exceptional good president right now, right Tarman, 
But uh, what happens when if it's not Tarman in the future? Mm. What happens if someone like a Trump-like figure becomes president and starts to stretch the boundaries of what he can and can't do, like, right? Mm. So this is where, uh, th- that's where I feel like th- these amendments become dangerous. Like, when you have, don't, you don't have such a benevolent figure like a Tarman coming in and and there's someone who wants to, you know, who specifically wants to use this ability to sit on boards and all that for his own personal gain. Mm. Then it becomes, it starts to become very tricky because this gives him a lot of uh, leeway. Then just change constitution again, lah, Terrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, now anytime you want to change constitution, you just change. Yeah, and that's another part of the thing that makes me a bit a bit uncomfortable, lah, right? The yeah. fact that, that yeah, lah, this is a, what, what, I mean, what I've learned is that this bill has been rushed through quite quickly. They only it was only first read or something like that three weeks ago. Mm. And now they already are in Parliament debating it and pass passing it, like, right? And backdating it. And backdating it somehow. So that's another part that makes me a bit uneasy. Like why the urgency, why the rush? If all along even Minister Mentor was holding roles in international organizations. Mm. Like, and that's something that I think Long Man Wai was pointing out, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, why the rush? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean same like this makes me damn uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, and I think when we spoke about it, I think at that point already, you were uncomfortable with the timing of it because it was so yeah. like, right after Taman became president. Yeah, it felt a bit too like, yeah, like this is clearly because of Taman, even though no one's saying it. Yeah, but I'm even more uncomfortable now because, like what you said, the way they talked about it, and mainly DPM Wong, uh, and Chris D'Souza, mm-hmm. uh, some of the things that we'll get into lah because. The questions posed by the opposition MPs, like let's say Gerald Giam, he was saying that, okay, the why is there a difference between... Uh, pub- Gerald, Gerald, uh, Gerald. Or Gerald Giam. Uh, uh, Gerald. Gerald of... Uh, Gerald of Riveria. <laughs> Riveria? Yeah, 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 Riveria. Yeah, yeah. The Witcher. Oh, Gerald. Gerald, Gerald. Gerald, yeah. I cannot. Is that a Gerald Giam or Gerald, Gerald Giam? Gerald. So Gerald. Gerald Giam. Uh, yes. Sorry, Gerald. Uh, Gerald Giam. Uh, one thing he said was, I mean, why is there a difference between public and private uh, capacities? Like, in the sense mm, that mm. if they're already serving as in their public capacity, yeah. uh, how how is it different in, in private, like the mm, private capacity? Mm. And from what I understand from DPO M. Wong's speech, or basically the, the reason for this bill is when you're holding it in public capacity, you are speaking Singapore's opinions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But in your private capacity you can, you're free to express your own opinions. Mm, mm. Right? Which, I mean, okay, I get that. But then again, it comes down to like, what? Okay, so for me, the biggest, the biggest annoying thing about it is because at the end of the day, right, when you look at Taman, even though like, I don't know, now Taman's, how high up he is on a pedestal is also making me uncomfortable. Mm. Maybe it's because I've been watching Boys, mm. uh, the boys, you know, and it's all about the superheroes who attain a level of power that no one can challenge them. Like, and Tamon feels like he's like in, unfallible. Like. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we have a bunch of people arguing about things he can do as president. He's not even there. Yeah, I know the president's not supposed to be in parliament, but it just felt like, hmm, okay, yeah. I get it. But yeah, so at the end of the day, if I, if I ask myself, I can sort of see some of the points that I think DPM Wong and also, you know, if it is in Singapore's best interest, mm. why oppose? You know, that was how he yeah. closed out, right? He yeah. told WPN, PSB, let's not oppose just for the sake of opposing. Mm. We are coming about the for the on the substance of this bill. Yeah. And if overall it is in Singapore's best interest, we need to vote that way. Yeah. So okay, I can get that. But it is the process, the way this is done, which is fucking annoying. Mm. And like it's just the more I dread about it, the more riled up it makes me because 
it just feels like, yeah, the backdating, mm. the fact that, and also this is on on the public, like, you know, when Taman was campaigning, there was talk about, like, there was so much emphasis on his stellar international mm. roles. Mm. Like. Yeah. But I don't think there was anyone who put a question to him saying, okay, what happens, right? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Apparently, Iris Co did. Mm. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's the most credible also, unfortunately, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but there was not much focus on, okay, what happens when yeah. you get sworn in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he hasn't had to answer in his own capacity. He doesn't have to, yeah. Right. And, and it feels like this is, and for this to be so compressed, then it just poses questions. Like, mm. Was this already in the works? Yeah. While campaigning? Yeah. Uh, was there discussions already with this body saying, mm. don't worry, Taman will still be on. Yeah. Uh, we just need to get the presidency through and yeah. then we will amend the constitution and he'll stay. That's your speculation. Uh. Speculation. Your speculation. Purely speculation. But but I mean, one thing that I think to add on to your what you're saying is that I really take, took issue with some of how Chris D'Souza was defending mm. uh, things as well. Because mm. it was really building on, like what I mentioned, the personality cult, the cult of personality behind Taman. Mm. Saying like, because I think there was an argument from one of the Workers' Party members that, oh, a president only has 24 hours in a day. How much can he squeeze in? Mm. And Chris this, this was like, oh, we all know how, my, how, how much Taman squeezes in the 24 hours a day. He works really hard. And I'm like, that's not... I mean, remember Taman was also talking about saying that Singaporeans work too many hours and mm. work too hard and, and we should relook that and rethink that, right? Mm. So that did not make me feel any better about the argument, right? Mm. It's like saying like, Taman's a special person who can do more than everyone else, which is not what he he has himself and it's not what he campaigned on. Right? He mm. campaigned on, you know, uh, helping Singaporeans uh, adjust to better work-life balance and everything. Mm. So I don't want Taman to be like fucking working 24 hours a day. That's mm. not what I want of the president either. Mm. You know, and then the other part was like towards the end of his his speech or so, he was talking about how Tio Chi Hien, you know, again was like, you know, at uh, he sits on some board that when he travelled to Paris and France, where he saw how he was alongside luminaries of and captains of industry and all that, like, right? Mm. So again, a lot is about like people, the personalities of the people that 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 we should pay more attention to that mm. than what the role is and what the role requires and what the president is realistically able to to accomplish within that mm. role. Like. Mm. So I felt uh, opposition side were, was coming at a more technical, legal, uh, logistical almost aspect of it. Like literally, can the president fulfill so many roles? You yeah, know, uh, this is the highest, uh, sec- I mean, highest ceremonial office of the land or uh, custodial office of the land. Can he really fulfill so many roles and 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 do it properly? La? And mm. and then I think, uh, you know, the the big thing that was raised also is that when he fulfills all those roles as well, when he has to travel for meetings and all that, what about his travel expenses? His entourage has to go with him, security that has to go with him, right? Mm. Who is that meant to be paid by? If this is a role in his personal capacity, mm. nobody answered those things uh, adequately, right? Mm. And even Chris D'Souza's argument against that, he said, you know, like, there's one thing about, uh, you know, division of attention or something. Mm-hmm. But then he said, no, there's, economies of scale of attention mm, mm. whatever Taman does in his private capacity it is still in if it's still in so Singapore's Singapore. best interest yeah. why should we uh, stop that la? why yeah. should we put something so okay even assuming that right and, and just to add on one more thing he said about the, the cult of personality of Taman I think when um, there was some point raised about whether why can't he express his views uh, in his 
own capacity mm. while serving the public. And Chris Isuza also said, you know, I think we all know Taman. You know, he is yeah, yeah. he is a man of his own thoughts. You know, yeah. then I'm like, no, it we we have. I think it has been said in Parliament, if I recall, saying that we should not like. Uh, we all know we shouldn't go down the path of American politics or Western politics where mm. there are celebrity politicians, lah. Yeah. You know, and now it feels like Taman is being put too much on a pedestal that is a bit unnerving, lah. Mm, right? Mm. And and like like going back to the the point about the um, national interest and all, I think just at the core of it, if you ask me, I still don't have an issue with the president serving in private capacity. Mm. The thing is just the way it was done. Mm. Like you had this pres uh, presidential candidate who is touted as international superstar and all that, and he won the election, and this one even though they say it's for the president and future presidents, we all know mm. it is because of Taman. Mm. If Tan Kin Lian or Ng Kok Song uh, were won, again, speculation, but I can't imagine this bill being passed. La. We wouldn't know. La. We wouldn't know. That's the thing. We wouldn't so, know. So that's, right. but that, that's the point. We yeah. wouldn't know. And the it, it feels like just the fact that if the substance of this bill is the national interest of Singapore, the feeling that it comes across is that the PAP knows best. Mm. We are all making like a big fuss about things that at the end of the day, Terence, yeah. it's still in Singapore's best interest. So, mm. so yeah, we can go from point A to point C to point D or point A to B to A to B to A to D. We still end up at the same point. Mm. What's the difference? But there is a difference. Mm. But Harris, you are just, you talk so much, you're just the intelligentsia that like arguing over this very technical point. At the end of the day, People want to be friends friends with Taman, right? Then we he's our president, he can do his job. He yeah. can also sleep a bit less and he can still do his job and still be friends with the international community. Why cannot? Why must you make so much noise about it? Can. I'm, I'm saying can, can. Uh. But then don't give this stupid ass argument that we are doing this. Just, you know, we could have done this without people knowing, mm. you know, but we just want to be transparent mm. and we want to be upfront. And and yeah la, do everything out in the open. Mm. That's like, can you imagine? I go back to my wife and say, yeah. you know, wife, I'm gonna have sex with that girl, mm. uh, and I could have done it without you finding out. Mm. But I'm telling you upfront, you know, because I don't believe in doing things behind closed doors. Mm. I'm being transparent. Yeah, and that's just the way to do. But that, but that's uh, but that's not. I mean, that you're, that's a different analogy. Different analogy, like Darban is not sleeping around or anything. I know, like I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, yeah. but it's just saying that like when you say when you justify an act by saying you're doing it up front doesn't necessarily absolve you of like maybe what is at the crux of this thing mm. and that was one thing that I think Long Man Wai was kind of alluding to about why the rush for this because mm. for yeah. example right, for example if in the run up to the presidential election this bill was passed yeah. before the presidential election mm. I think it would be a lot more palatable Mm, mm. because then we are voting knowing that this is the playing field and in fact it would it would serve Taman even better if this was done before the election sure saying that okay we have we have this framework for presidents to take on uh, uh, roles in their private capacity of course there's still it needs to be still run through the cabinet so mm. it's not saying he wants to take on he take on right so you do that before the presidential election mm. then you have this election and that's where Taman's international roles becomes even more appealing as a candidate. Mm, mm. So if that is the thing, then I think, uh, I, then I'm I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine, you know. Yeah, I I think I think uh the speed at which this is going through, yeah, is the big thing that's making me uncomfortable, mm. Because I mean, I literally was just sending videos to you. I was sending this afternoon. I was sending 
Harish uh, and team like videos of Nas Daily mm. talking. Make, he made videos about Sam Bankman-Fried, who now has been as a convicted fraudster, like, right? Mm. You know, who 150 years in jail. Yeah, skimmed off money from FTX, like, right? Mm. And he made videos of CZ, uh, of Binance, who is now also going to jail for money laundering, like, right? All crypto related. And the so, videos were about their generosity. Yeah, the right? videos about how, wow, this billionaire is a philanthropist. The other one is, wow, this guy's so smart. He's the richest guy, the richest crypto investor in the world, blah, blah, blah. And 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 I think that's the thing, like, You know, he prob- he claims he did not get paid by these people to make these videos, and and he did not uh, have any monetary exchange to make these videos about them, like, He just found it interesting into them. But I think you can clearly, when you read the comments of those videos, for example, you see very clearly that his association with them, the fact that he's associated with them, or that people are accusing Nas Daily of like having almost legitimized the scams that they were running, like, right? Or mm. the money laundering operation that they were running. And it's a stain. Uh. It's a stain on Nas Daily that he even had to take down, like, for example, his Sam Bankman Freak video. Oh, he took down the video. He took it down. Then he did uh, one year later and, and then talked about the experience of making a video and how much so many people were conned of their, their, their money, uh, right? Mm. So it's a stain that stays with you, uh, right? Mm. And not saying that uh, Tarman joining any of these international organizations is the same as like Nas Daily being associated with crypto investors mm. and all that, right? But what I'm saying is that when the president of a country joins any kind of organization in his private capacity, there is the potential that he will be somehow linked to things that other people on the board or what do, right? Mm. And that could have a, could have a, that could leave a stain, right? If, mm. if something really bad happens or what. And then it, and then you think about it, like FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, he was, part of the reason he was so famous is because he had this thing about being a billionaire philanthropist, giving mm. away all his, his wealth. So he was also known to donate a lot to like Democratic Party in mm. the US as well. Mm. So a lot of people who accepted his donations from charities to uh, political uh, figures or that are now trying their best to distance themselves themselves from that, those donations. In fact, returning the money and things like that. Because it inevitably stains you, right? Even though you did not know anything about what, what he did, right? Mm. So, it's that, you know, the your, pres- your the Tarman's reputation also somehow becomes inextricably linked to these organizations that he's on. Mm. And then if there's a scandal or something, of course, yeah, he can be made to step down, but there'll be harm done to the reputation of the, the highest office in Singapore already. Mm. But isn't that kind of supporting the bill? Because the bill puts in place a process mm. that where the cabinet can say, no, you cannot join. Cannot join. But if you already join already and then mm. some scandal or something happens, then you cabinet say, okay, you got to step down. But inevitably, inevitably, you already, when if you are there when the scandal happens, you already be stained and tainted by it already. Right? Mm. But how, how does the bill kind of facilitate that? Because I mean, right mm. now, based on the constitution, they can still take up the private role. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. so I'm, what I'm saying is that mm. it's complex, uh. That mm. like when when a public figure as high profile as the president joins in his uh, an organization mm. an organization in his personal capacity, there starts to be some gray area of who what he represents and, and mm. everything already. Mm. So I think it's something worth discussing further and it cannot be rushed through so quickly or so. Mm. In this world that we're in today, like the interconnectedness of our global financial system, like the crypto Literally, FTX was like a household name. And, you know, all the celebrities and who took money to endorse uh, 
FTX and all, later they were also like, you know, uh, a lot of people accusing them of like, uh, you know, helping this scam fraudster, mm. scam people and all that. So I'm not saying that it's the same level or that Tamra is going to sit on some crypto board or something like that. Mm. But what I'm saying is that uh, these things, somehow you can get dragged into all these scandals and all that that you don't you shouldn't be. And that's why it's you need to be very careful uh, about mm. how someone who is already the president and is compensated highly and has a lot of things to do on his plate already mm. is now taking roles in international organizations that you have less uh, oversight over, uh, right? But but that was what DPM said. Like you said, Terrence, you know, nowadays, uh, mm. things are interconnected. Yeah. Public-private is all the same. Mm. That's why we need someone who can juggle that. Mm. You know, that's why, because in his private capacity, he can, he can it's still good for Singapore. Then how you argue, argue against that? No, no, so I, I mean, there are, there are points there that yeah. I think the last time we talked about this that I agree with, like mm. that, yeah, if you are Singapore, if a Singaporean is offered a seat at the table, do you, would you say no? Or mm. should we say no? Right? Uh, so that's where I think that it, it should be further discussed and further explained to people why, why this needs to be passed, like, right? Mm. Whereas now it just feels like it's just being rushed through. And uh, I think last time we had a solution is like that Taman can step down, but advocate for other Singaporeans to take up the role, uh, whether it's other ministers or something like that, you know? Mm. So it's not saying that, it's not a binary thing where like, if Taman goes, then no more Singaporeans will be represented already, right? Mm. And these things can take time. You need time to develop relationships and all that. So maybe this thing doesn't, we don't need to rush this through and we should, uh, they should be discussing it further. Or at least like, telling people more about the, the, the legit reasons why this should be allowed, uh, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, and that's why the backdating also feels a bit like, oh, I really got no time to think, no? Yeah. It's like, no, no, we have to do it now because if we don't do it by 14 September, he will have to rel- relinquish his post. Yeah. And like, the more I listen to all this stuff about how amazing Taman is, I almost feel like there's no other Singaporean that can match, you know, Terrence. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cannot, cannot. And that's dangerous, uh. that's yeah, dangerous. Cannot, yeah, it's only Taman. Taman is the shining light. Yeah, he, you know? People 24 hours a day can really do this much. Yeah. Wow, wow, he squeezes wow, 32 wow. hours in a 24 hour day. Solid, no, Taman, this guy, I want to love it. Power. Yeah, so then you listen to it and, and again, it just goes back to the way this was done, the process, yeah, the speed, the fact that, and, and, and the way the argument is that it is in Singapore's best interest. Mm. Because once you put that at the core, right, then you almost make WP uh, and PSP look like they are not arguing in Singapore's best interest. Party poopers. Uh. Yeah, but I think they are. They are basically mm. kind of highlighting that we talk about the, the constitution is quite sacred, lah, right? Yeah. And I think all DPM said in response to uh, the question about why is it um, backdated and his response was like, this happens rarely, you know. Mm. And and it's only like if some someone, I can't remember the term he used, it's like um, that there's almost no negative downside to this uh, and that the amendments are for making things uh, proper. Yeah. I will say exactly like like the the quote, but basically, then it sounds like, huh? Like um, this this was the fear, right? That people were communicating when Taman was running. We we're like, oh shit, is it is it going to be like once he becomes president, the whole machinery will work in his favor? Mm. And I think that's the biggest thing for this, whether the PAP realizes or not, or refuses to admit, or to them maybe they don't even care. That mm. people just there's this sense of like. Oh, fuck, we almost got played, you know. Mm. We got we got played, and we we're like, yeah, okay, this is exactly working according to the plan. That, of course, speculating maybe it was laid out before. You know, this will happen, that will happen, and everybody will just swallow it, mm. just shove it down their throat. And that is the thing that 
feels like okay, short term, no implications, but it's just a it's less of a stain on Taman or anyone. It's just a like you know, like you drop an oil stain on your shirt mm. and it just never goes away. Mm. And then you know, you look at it, you're reminded of your oil stain uh, and your stupid time where you were too excited about the curry you dip and then you're just like, oh fuck, this white shirt got stained. Mm-hmm. So it feels like that. Yeah. This is a feeling where it's just like, ugh. And but we voted for this. Uh. We voted for this. That's the thing. Uh. That's the thing. That's the thing. 80, is 80, 70, 70, 80%? 80, 70, 70%. 70%, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, right. it just it just leaves a feeling like, because then in future it just feels like um um like the, the No but I I'm I'm saying we voted for Tarman, yes, correct. Yeah. Uh but I don't think it's so much about Tarman. It's yeah, about it's, not. it's the fact that the supermajority in parliament has pushed through has changed the like Young Man Wai says like the highest law in the land. Yeah. So quickly. Like, yeah. Right, just like that. And yeah. I mean again, Christopher de Souza said, you know, like uh I'm proud that two thirds of the parliament can push through bills that are in the con- uh, in national interest. Mm. And just, I mean, the way, like whenever he says, you know, honourable member, Gerald Giam, I'm like, just stop saying honourable member. We know that's not what you're thinking. It's just fucking annoying. This is a personal pet peeve mm, of mine. This is your personal pet Yeah, it's my personal pet peeve. Because it goes both ways, I think, I think when the <sighs> opposition talks about uh, do they do, do do they say honourable member? Because they have to address through the speaker. Yeah. They have to address, tell the speaker that they're talking about this honourable yeah. member. Like, yeah. 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 That's <laughs> that personal. That's just me. Yeah, just personal, uh, but it just you watch it. You're like, like, just, just it felt like, uh, like, like you know when you like for anyone who was opposing the bill, yeah, like what you say, like they mm. sounded like party poopers, like It's almost mm. like, you don't care about Singapore, is it? Mm. This mm. is in the best interest of Singapore, Terence. Yeah, don't oppose just for the sake of opposing. Mm. Then you're like, how to argue against that? Mm. And it just. But that's the thing, uh, and because of the speed is rushed through, I think even DPM, I mean, he makes a case for it. This is better because it's more transparent, it's more, it's more forward, like, right? Mm. Um, possibly, but it needs to be explained more. Like. Mm. I think it needs to be a bit more time for people to talk about it, to think about it, to debate it, like, right? Yeah. That's the thing that, that makes people uncomfortable. Uh. We, I'm not disagreeing that it's better that you're upfront and transparent about whatever the roles are because I think the grey area you had before also can't, it can't, live, can't fly like that forever, uh, right? Yeah. But it's just the speed at which things are being pushed through. So, so I mean, now it's almost confusing, right? Mm. So, like, when he goes for an international meeting in his public, private capacity, mm. he is still considered a trip for work. Yeah, so that yeah, that's the thing we don't know who's yeah. paying for the flights, who's paying for his security detail. Because it's in Singapore's best interest, Terence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's work. Yeah. It's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So what's the difference between this and an MP having a full time uh, having a job, like a full time job? What's the difference? Uh? Mm. I mean, the MP having full time job also is 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 not ideal. Uh. Mm. And also that one, I think the bigger thing is the con- potential conflict of interest there. Like, mm. You know, when uh, Tin Pei Ling joined Grab. Yeah. That one just felt, and the role also was a big conflict of interest. Like. Yeah. If you're a surgeon and you're an MP, feels like, okay, like, there are two different worlds. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this case, yeah, it's, it's a lot of un, like qualitative stuff that is argued and that's where maybe the argument is hard to win. Like. Yeah. I think one big difference is that president is president. Mm. You know, it's the highest custodial role in the land, right? Mm. So it has a lot. I mean, it's a big, it's a big commitment already. 
Yeah. And the pay and the pay as as the Workers' Party, uh, Gerald Giam. I think Gerald Giam right laid it yeah, out. Yeah. It's it's hefty lah. Like, one point seven five million. Yeah. And plus his entourage is like comes up to twelve million a year, like, yeah, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's expected that you you devote mm. good most of your time to it, lah. Whereas an MP, I think what they're given is more of an allowance, right? Mm-hmm. It's an MP allowance. It's still healthy, but it's an allowance. It's not a salary that they're given. So, a bit yeah. different, a bit different. Yeah, it's not enough to... You can't buy a car with the new COE with one month's salary have, or yeah, two yeah. months' salary. Tough. No, again, no salary. Allowance. Oh, allowance, allowance. allowance. Correct, correct. Yeah, allowance, yeah, allowance. Yeah, yeah, so, they need yeah. to supplement. Like, they need supplement. to supplement. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, it's just... But what, 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 what to do now? It's past already. Past already, yeah. Pass really so power of a super majority yeah so yeah maybe we are just being like party poopers party poopers <laughs> we are party poopers yeah 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 party poopers you're just sour grapes uh, because you, you don't have all the, you're not on the G30 and everything yeah that's why Taman is like in the race for top Singapore's top Indian he he win already <laughs> no one has a chance you and Rishi are like down, yeah. down the pecking order already. We already ostracized <laughs> by like the, okay, I don't speak on his behalf, but by the Sindhi community uh, already, okay. they're seen as like, what are you guys doing? Then now like, then the broader Indian community, how? Cannot. Yeah, yeah. yeah Taman is like, no fight, no fight. he's like the Messi of Indians. La. Yeah, yeah. He's Messi won all Indians. the awards. Yeah, Messi of Indians. But, uh, Indians. yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, we talk about people, I mean, uh, I, I guess that's, we, we can, oh, yeah, yeah, can, can yeah, move yeah. on, I can move on. Discuss more for what, Terrence? Yeah, yeah no, no. For what? No, I mean, I, I think maybe uh, if anyone knows something that we're missing here, yeah. you know, let us know in the comments because I think this is a very, very worth debating like, this topic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we talked about someone being able to squeeze a lot of work into 24 hours, like, right? And this next person actually has managed to squeeze mm. a lot of work into 24 hours, almost to the detriment of himself and his clients. Uh. Mm. And who is this person? Ah. Uh? Uh... Did they identify the uh person? I believe so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a James Lim la, mm. in inverted commas. Yeah. And he is the winner of a of a kind of a contest, a social media contest that got some backlash la. Mm. So mm. basically, there was a an in air quotes a mission on social media, uh, that was meant to motivate private hire vehicle drivers. That was posted on Facebook by a Mister Sean Lee, who is a private hire vehicle driver himself. Mm. Uh, it was called 4S Mission 500. Mm. So, it was posted on a public Facebook page with more than 34,000 members on November 17th. And basically, it said that the top earning driver uh, for the next 24 hours on November 18th mm. would get a two-day, one-night stay at Hotel Aura at RWS. Mm. Paid for by Mr. Lee. And then, he invited drivers of four-seater vehicles who hit a minimum of $500 in earnings to message him uh, to verify it. La. So the winner ended up spending 22 hours on the road mm. earning $1,017 over 48 trips. Mm. Uh, so that caused backlash la, with the main comment around along the lines of like, is it safe yeah. someone to be driving for 22 hours on the road? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. La. So, so, I mean, the reactions were, were, were like were like that. La. And I mm. think... Um, uh, even think, if, yeah. But the driver did clarify that he had, he was resting a in full his, day in his car. He he had rested a full day before before that, so he was very well rested. Plus, he was resting in his car in between trips, mm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, cut him some slack, don't, don't How you know? How you know? How you know? 
What as in what he said lah? Yeah lah. So you taking his word for it lah? Taking his word for it lah. Yeah, yeah. Terence. No, but but I I thought it's interesting for us to talk about this because you have had the experience. Uh, the very hey, okay okay again. I never bring up. Uh. I never yeah, bring yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh. Oh, I wasn't even talking. Okay, about, okay, no, go on. Go I don't talk about Subaru. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Go on, go on, <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. I See, I was going to talk about. I, I was going to talk about the time that we spent in an Uber as an Uber driver. <laughs> And somehow you brought it back to Subaru Challenge. I was saying that. Like, <laughs> no, why no, make no, you no. think? I never said the word Subaru Challenge. Those listening, you hear me. Like, I did not say Subaru Challenge. Terrence thought I was going to refer to the Subaru Challenge. You were, so you were you, preempting Terrence. me. You were preempting no, no, no. me. <laughs> no, no, no. I never said. It could be many other things. Could those, be many other those things. watching the video on YouTube, yeah. you saw it. Like, you saw in his face how his eyes lit up. He's no, like, no, no, oh, yes. I can, I can get ready. at you. This was bullshit. Like, yeah, this was just... was ready to talk about it. It was a trap. Four hours on the Super Challenge. Five, no, Terrence. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're not going to the Super Challenge. We're oh, yeah, talking okay, about okay, when, please, please, yeah, go on. when you spend, what, three days as a. As a 48 hours, 48, 48 hours. 48 hours uh. living in a private hire vehicle as mm. an Uber driver, like, mm, right? Mm, Back mm. when Uber was still in Singapore. Yeah. That was a video we actually did, and it's on our still on Ministry Funny Channel. Mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, you had that experience of like literally, you know, working and resting and living in a car for extended periods, mm. right? Mm. Do you feel do you feel like it's possible for someone to do that like for almost twenty four hours and, and still be like fully awake? I don't think sleep? so. No? I don't think so. I remember it feeling I was feeling damn tired. Mm. Even though I was driving for nine hours a day. Yeah, you weren't you weren't even driving like full 20, 20 yeah. hours or anything. Yeah. I was damn tired and I had so much more respect for private hire drivers after that. Because mm. I was like, oh shit, this is not easy, man. Yeah. Because on the road there are so many things to think about, right? Yeah. Uh and twenty two hours feels like uh yeah, it's a long ass time. La. It's impossible. It's like you start 8 in the morning and then you're done the next day at 6 a.m. Yeah. That's pretty much all night. Over 48 trips. Yeah. Um, But then at the, at the same time, right, like like from my understanding, this was just one guy mm-hmm. who, in his words, wanted to motivate private hire vehicle drivers. Mm. Sounds a bit dodge. Yeah. Uh, to have this competition. La. Mm. So in that sense, did he do anything wrong? I mean, he motivated someone to... Uh, That's like saying, Terrence, uh, I tell the anyone listening, uh, Yalabad, the person who eats the most number of Maggie Goreings yeah, yeah, yeah. will win $1,000. And you end yeah. up eating like 79 plates of Maggie Goreng. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, that's not my problem, man. It is not, la, but there are knock-on effects. Like on what? People. I mean, he drives passengers around. Uh, have you been in a in a private hire vehicle? Where you you saw the driver? Yeah, yeah, yeah go, 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 go. I have, yeah, <laughs> I have at four a.m. on my way to. Changi, oh, you mean fall asleep? Is it like nodding off, like Nodding off on the oh, road driving shit. with my family in the back and everything, and uh. it makes me damn nervous, uh. Uh. So I remember those instances. I always like, hey, yo, dude, hey, let's talk, let's talk. You know, keep mm. you awake, uh. mm. like, How how things things like that, like. Mm. But I can imagine, like, yeah, anyone who's driving for twenty two hours, it's probably probably. Now his passengers probably would be like, oh, fuck, that's them nervous. Although they might not mm. even know, like, right? I guess, that, yeah, that's a good point. Like, if the challenge is to eat the most number of Maggie Goreng's, you get constipation, that's your problem. Yeah, yeah. But if it's to cook the most number of Maggie Goreng's in 24 hours, yeah, maybe not the best idea, yeah. right? By the end, the uh, meat is just like fucking yeah. not even boiled or anything. You're dipping your hands in and everything. Really, like, mm. So that's the danger like, that... that on the road, your vehicle is almost like a weapon, right? And would you let someone who hasn't slept in twenty four, almost twenty two hours, mm. use a gun, right? In the army, for example, mm. would you let 
you know the safety the safety brief like have you do you get seven hours of sleep before you go to rifle your rifle range and everything so in in your 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 view what he did was wrong la? yeah 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 I, I i mean but that boil i mean that goes into a lot of discussions about private hire vehicles as contract uh, private hire drivers as contractors versus employees and all that because i think employment act protects people from certain uh, like uh, acts of abuse like, where they get worked more than like 12 hours a day and things like that. Yeah. But the private hire drivers are not technically employees, right? Yeah, correct. So yeah. that was the biggest takeaway for me is that um, they they do not cover because there is something that says that, uh, let's see, uh, that, yeah, the Employment Act covers... PH, private hire vehicles like gig workers not mm. covered under the Employment Act, which states that employees are not allowed to work more than 12 hours a day, except mm. under specific circumstances. Yeah. Um, MOM does have guidelines of preventing fatigue among drivers, which are recommendations, yeah. not regulations, uh, to limit shifts to no more than 12 hours, including overtime. Mm. I can imagine in transport companies, it might be easier to enforce. But yeah. private hire vehicles, there's no regulation. Yeah. yeah. And maybe this was like a way to lobby for regulation uh, for private hire drivers to make sure they don't go past. Uh, like a fucking brilliant indirect way of showcasing, oh shit, there's no regulation. Because I didn't mm. know about that before this. Yeah, yeah. And Grab, uh, in response, said that it has fatigue nudges safety features on this app that reminds drivers to take a break. Uh. It's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Take a nap. Pop up. Yeah, take a nap. Have you had take a nap? Yes, no, yeah. yes, no. Yeah. You, you wanna know? you wanna take a nap? Okay, yeah. if you don't want, it's okay. You just carry on, carry on driving. But but that's the thing, la, right? It's it's again, it's like they can just ignore it and mm. that's it, la. So it's it's a bit uh just hearing this as someone who uses, you know, uh private hire vehicles as well. Uh it's quite scary, la. Like the next time you're you're hiring someone to drive you to airport four AM in the morning. Mm. They could be at the tail end of a 22-hour shift. La. But right. they could already be doing they could be, it. Yeah, they could be tired already. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the the fact that you know for a fact this person drove 22 hours means, and he's probably, he might not be the only one who did that, la, right? I mean, in fact, they say that the second and third place were, I think they took like 16 and 17 hours or so to earn, to earn the, the amount, whatever amount that they made as well. Mm. So... Yeah, I, I'm not sure. This kind of competitions, I'm not sure if it really, I mean, yeah, is it really, uh, does it really boost morale of people and all that? Uh? Yeah, I guess in some way, any competition that encourages behavior that might put other people at risk yeah. should not be allowed. Uh. Correct, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, like Subaru Challenge again, we're uh, going back there, uh, right? You stand there 75 hours. So what, right? Yeah, you faint and then after that, yeah, it's, like, it's, problem, you, uh, it's uh, your, your problem. Of course, your family said all that, but it's you, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then if after that, imagine after Subaru Challenge that you have, after that, Go you drive. win your car, you win the car, <laughs> drive but home. you have to drive it home. <laughs> That's the rule. You <laughs> should be home. like, what the hell? Who you this is the last stage. <laughs> uh, you must drive home without fucking getting into an accident. Yeah. Then you keep the car. Then you get to keep the car. Then you keep the car. Oh, imagine wow, if that was the way. case. Then you'd be like, what <laughs> kind of competition is this? It's like Squid Game or some shit. Uh. Because I have been at the wheel where I almost fell asleep and it was like, it's one of the scariest moments of my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and it just it just happens like, You know, yeah. you can't even you're not even con- like aware that it just happens. Yeah. And yeah. So, mm. but then Scarier. I guess this this kind of thing like 
you can't really regulate competitions, right? If it's just a Facebook group, if it's not according, which the, the, it sounds damn dodge also like that he paid for it himself. Really, mm. it has to be in like some commission or some or some arrangement, lah. No, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Just as just a, a well thing. altruistic, like um, just as altruistic as Sam Bankman Fried was. Uh. No, I think it's like it's like giving an angpao la, kind of to but, people. I mean, he's not some business magnate or mogul or something. Yeah, but I mean, if you have a very big group on online that you are, you know, that you discuss things with, you know, once in a while, oh, you know, I'm I'm hosting a party or what, then I mean, that's also like nowadays you invite people over for big parties and all that. It's not like it's very cheap to host people. Yeah, yeah. You do when you host someone, and so this is an online version of like hosting a party, lah. Offer a prize and. Oh, you know, who is this really new like glass is half full Terrence man no 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 no. I'm not saying that it's a good thing but I'm, you're giving him the benefit of a doubt that it's pure oh like, that that's altruism. I, mean, I, I feel that especially a lot of these uh, private hire drivers and all that I mean the communities they have uh, ultimately they're all freelancers right mm. so the communities they have are a lot they exist in the online space la, mm. and over whatsapp groups and all these kind of things mm. And I'm sure they have groups that they warn each other about, oh, there's this road closure or mm. bad traffic here and there. Very common, or even taxi drivers, they also have that kind of thing. So it's like kind of, it's like those taxi uncles you used to see congregate at a coffee shop. Mm. This is the online version. Like, and then someone says, hey, I, I got $500 for this thing. Who, it's like, who can win it today, you know? Sunny he's like the, the godfather of the Facebook group. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we know that there are uh, rideshare drivers who listen to this podcast. Sure. So if you're listening and if we are kind of like way off the, the way off the what? Eh? What's the phrase? Mark. Uh, way off the mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enlighten us, man. Because I mean, the fact that the group has 34,000 members means there must be some value that is providing for the drivers. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, uh, so when you were doing your 48 hour stint, mm. you also slept in the car, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, what was that sleep that you got there like? Was it restful? Like, did, did you... not really, like Because I remember the issue I was running to. You don't want to turn on the aircon, right? Mm. Because then you just breathe like like carbon mon- uh, monoxide and yep, all that. Yeah. Then okay, so then you have to turn off the engine. It means you have to open the windows. Yeah. But if you park your car in a place where there's not much wind, it's fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. I think at one point I tried sleeping on top of the car also. Yes, yes. But then you're like subject to the elements. Yeah. Uh, I mean elements of uh, the city, like. So it was not a restful sleep, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was of course that one also I had to pee in the car. Yeah, I mean yeah. in those bags lah. So mm-hmm. it wasn't completely like free. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like it's just like I mean even if you take a like maybe a thirty minute nap on a car seat, fine, but overnight, like how how restful can it be? Have you ever slept at, for a long stretch in a car? In a car? No. Mm. But I remember very clearly that that particular video that uh, that uh, Uber video we did, like right? Mm. Where yeah, we would we will have a roving vehicle, not Behind, roving right? like We will come and check on you every mm. now, every few hours or so, like, right? Mm-hmm. And bring you supplies if you needed uh, anything or so, like, mm-hmm. right? like extra extra pee pads. Pee packs, yeah, pee packs, not pee pads, pee packs, pee packs, and things like that. But yeah, so I just remember it being like um, it was it, it's it's tough, like, right? Mm. Like living on the road, kind of thing. Yeah, and I I mean yeah, again I also salute to those people who can drive for long hours and, and still stay awake but I think 22 hours is really stretching it already like, yeah, yeah, stretching there's no it, way like. there's no way that you're, you're, you can rest in a car and feel rested you know 
yeah. from from that la. Yeah, and and then to have made so many trips, forty eight trips as well. That's uh, if you do the calculations, that's uh, at least two per hour la, Right. Yeah. And each drive at least is 15, 20 minutes probably, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But least. are you saying that even the person who won is that, is that fault? I mean, if he's pushing himself to that to that level, mm. it means that he's not, I mean, safety is not the biggest consideration, right? Mm. When he's doing his driving. Mm. And I think that's kind of dangerous, right? Not not very fair to his to his passengers as well, right? Mm. I think at some point they also you also have to know like hey, if you're pushing past sixteen, seventeen hours, it's a bit crazy already, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, la. It's again the the whole thing is are you putting other people at risk? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and and yeah, la. Like um, mm, 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 mm. tough one. Tough but yeah, one. Uh, if you are yeah, if you are a private hire uh driver, please let us know your thoughts about this. Mm. Uh, tell us if you think that we are being we're being, we're being prudes, uh, right? You know. Yeah la, we complain about everything. Yeah, everything complain, no. Oh. change constitution also got problem. President have ECA, you got problem. Yeah, oh, people do their own contest, also got problem. Money got problem. Yeah, you jealous, you're just sour grapes. Uh. You're not on G30, you never earn thousand dollars a day. Cannot be top you... Indian in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, so this is what happens when we record on Friday evening. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh, shit, you know, it's just bitter. nonsense. Bitter. Bitter. But yeah, Maybe we should talk about something that's a bit more positive. positive huh? like. So, yeah, correct, correct. what is your one show comment? My one show comment uh, is a is a comment that came in through our Ministry of Funny Instagram. Mm. It's a private message, so I guess I won't say the name. Yeah, keep it anonymous. But basically, this person says, "Hey guys, finished listening to episode four five nine of the Yalabat podcast, where you mentioned how someone was listening to you while he was holidaying in Korea." Mm. And this person is a Singaporean living in Seoul. Mm. And our podcast apparently accompany them almost daily to and from work. How do you know it's them? I mean, like more than one person? Oh, no. La, like, I don't, don't know whether oh, it's him or her. He, he her, them. Uh, uh. Isn't that the correct thing to do? Uh, but I was thinking that you're mentioning, you mean plural, like them. I don't know. Like, okay, uh, I don't want to assume. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, him, Why did you just say him or her? Yeah. Him or her? Then him or her is three syllables. Them okay, is one syllable. Yeah, so. Then I'll say, hey guys, uh, even, but then I say, like, well, uh, he, he or her is a Singaporean uh, living in Seoul, and our podcast accompany him or her almost daily to and from work. Big fan of the show and how the topics are discussed. Helps him or her see sing- angles to, to things he or her never thinks about. Yeah. Keep up the good work. That's correct. That's that's the way it should be. Less confusion. No, 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 no. Is like why we take a page from the parliament? There what? are things that are simple. We make yeah. it confusing. <laughs> yeah. So so shout out to this person, man. Uh, like wow, it, it blew my mind, man. Like I mean, in some way, I know we have had feedback from people who live overseas listening to the podcast, mm. and mm. Oh, it really feels like we're doing our national service. Mm. You know, keeping mm. people connected to Singapore. So so thanks for listening, man. Yeah. Cool. What about you, man? Uh, mine is on Reddit from uh in the threads on our last uh podcast, mm. talking about the ten thousand dollar Taylor Swift, Swift uh Taylor Swift concert packages offered by MBS lah. Mm. So, Fiery Balls says, I think the cheapest suites at MBS are already like thousand plus dollars per night. So not sure which suite is the the one that MBS is giving for the package. But I think if you are a Taylor Swift fan and can afford it, value wise, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Mm. The Sampan rides and those attractions are marketing gimmicks though because your card automatically gets upgraded from spending $5,000 mm. 
and you get these free attractions every month. Oh, well, so, how do you know? Uh, interesting, yeah. So I was about to say, wow, thank you for letting me know. I did something I wouldn't have known because I wouldn't spend $5,000 at MBS. Yeah. But yeah, apparently, if you spend $5,000 at MBS, you get to take the sampan for free, probably uh-huh. go to the Art Science Museum for free. And uh, every month, uh, one time. Not Wait, bad, so huh? as long as you spend $5,000 a month? Then you get upgraded to that. That Paisa level, I think we're talking oh, about it. Whatever. So you spend 5,000 once, you yeah. can take a sampan ride every month. Apparently, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not bad, huh? As in free, lah. Free, lah. Free, free. I mean, you just don't have to pay, lah. But you probably still have to queue and everything. So, lah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting to Have hear. you taken the sampan ride before? No, I've not. Not uh, in Singapore. I, I think in Vegas, I've taken the one that they... Oh, in that mall. Las uh. Vegas Sands itself, yeah. Uh. But not in... It's Marina Bay sense, yeah. Oh, now whenever like I got people on a sampan, I would think like, hmm, did they spend five thousand? Uh, do they look like they spent five thousand? Do they look like that kind? Yeah, uh, yeah. The swifty, swifty fan. But interesting, uh, To to yeah, now people are also making their own mental calculations about mm. how, how much value there is there. I don't know, Taylor Swift is just getting too big. It's scary, la. Yeah. I think everything I look at in the world now is shaped yeah. so much by the show The Boys. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Taylor Swift is reaching a level of like discomfort, la. Me, you moved on from your Beckham. The Beckham documentary oh, Beckham, phase. Uh, like, everything you're talking about was just like linked uh, back moved to on David Beckham. Yeah. Now you move I on. Now you're in the boys. The boys. Now I'm in the boys face. The Lord of the Rings. There was a little Lord of the Rings yeah, face somewhere yeah. in the middle, right? There was expense, which was uh, a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now everything, like everything, I see through the eyes of the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in that face, la, The boys yeah, face. Yeah, the boys. Face. I got two more episodes. Then I need to find the next show. Oh, Tristan recommended Gen V. Ah, okay. Also Which is the precursor to the boys, to the boys yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will, yeah. I will. There'll be another phase, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another phase. So yeah, just uh, forewarning everybody. Yeah, there'll yeah. be a lot about the boys. In a the lot more references. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot more references. Don't stop. Cool, man. All right. What about your one show thing, man? Uh, my one show thing is, uh, oh yeah, actually, it's uh, remember Coffeezilla. Yes. Uh, the one who, I mean, basically one of those uh, YouTube channels that does these big exposés on scammers and even Sam Bankman-Fried. You know, he had a quite a integral role in Sam Bankman-Fried uh, admitting certain things he did uh, in, in his interviews. Uh, yeah, he did a, basically, he did a video about Binance, right? Mm. The Binance CZ uh, CEO. And I thought it was a very good, um, very interesting breakdown of, of what what exactly has been happening with CZ and Binance, right? Mm. And uh, I, I think what's interesting is that towards the end, he also talks about why why this whole thing was so cringe, right? Because mm. I think uh, there were things about the Binance CEO that I did not know that he did and that and his certain ways that he would defend his company and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, CoffeeZilla does, does a very good breakdown of it. It's like it really got over a million views. It, it just was, came out? A day ago, yeah. Binance fined four point three billion and CEO pleads guilty. But did you like did you just happen to see it or you were seeking out some some coffeezilla? No, I subscribed to his, his YouTube channel. Uh, so when he And did, you add the notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't uh, hit, I didn't I didn't I don't I didn't hit the bell, but mm. it comes out. So uh, I mean I like his stuff. I've listened to his Coffeezilla and Joe Rogan as well. Mm. Even his philosophy about what he's doing with his channel. Like as a YouTuber is quite different from other people. So, mm. so worth, uh, it's worth listening to. But this one's really funny because, I mean, spoiler, he does end by showing the Nas Daily video on CZ, which is like fucking, it is, I mean, you know that, that term like, this is aged like milk, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So that, this is the epitome of that. 
So, so what is uh, like a TLDR of this CZ's thing? Because I haven't dived into it. What was what's the crime he did? Money laundering. Basically, uh, terrorists, illegal activities all being laundered, knowingly laundered through FTX. Uh, sorry, Binance. FTX, Binance la. And it was almost like a, 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 it was almost like a policy to to try and keep it under wraps. Because uh, he was quite seen as like really a thought leader, like a badass yeah. in the world of crypto. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Nas Daily video like helped to elevate people like him, like, right? To those levels, like, right? This man is the richest person in the world of crypto. Wow, Terrence, yeah. who do you sound like, man? Yeah, yeah, it's such yeah. an eloquent way of speaking. <laughs> so yeah, mm. that's my one should think. Cool. And you? Uh, my one true thing was, I, I think a few weekends ago when the TV was on at home, I chanced upon this CNA documentary about mm. this one writer-producer, Sherminto, who did a, a documentary about her dating journey. Mm. Like over eight months, she went on 54 dates to find the man of her dreams. Mm. Uh, and the, the documentary is called Sherman's March. Uh. And I mean, I just thought it was interesting because not going to lie, like certain parts are like, cringy as fuck la. yeah but I think that's what makes the show so charming uh, uh, the fact that you have someone who is willing to put herself out there mm. and record almost like embarrassing moments I thought it was great man I mean, she filmed herself yeah on she the filmed dates. herself yeah. so on the dates she would mosaic out the faces of the male I'm, yeah. I'm guessing like if they are not comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah like they would it, it, like to, to, to a depth that I wasn't expect, expecting la, like from the first date and all these awkward conversations mm. and it's actually like I thought hey like I mean it's not my cup of tea maybe to watch the whole series but I thought it's a series eh? yeah it's a documentary you know wait maybe it's not a series is it, like, it is a CNA oh yeah it's a CNA documentary it's one episode one like. episode okay yeah okay. and and I just thought like it's in, it's just a awesome uh thing to come out of Singapore mm. it's not it's, it's something different it's something where I mean to just openly be like, you know, I'm going on a dating journey. I'm single. I'm 32. I'm going on 54 dates. Yeah. yeah I just uh, shout out to her, man. So, so like, when you, when you look at it through your, the boys, like Lens, mm. like what, what's, uh, what's your take on it, man? That she's, she's kind of just owning like her identity, like, you know, and not uh, shy of it. Like. Oh, okay. And like, you know, she's not a superhero uh. and that's fine. <laughs> And that's fine, Terrence. Yeah. Now everyone knows what I have to live with like, yeah. outside of this podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> because so what if you have superpowers? So what if you're fucking hot, fucking good looking, you know? It doesn't make you better than other people. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Lesson learned from the boys. Lesson learned from the boys. The boys, man. <laughs> the boys. Can't wait for to watch another episode tonight. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Cool, man. Well, cool. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And man. as always, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our other podcasts, please share it with at least one other person. Follow us on social media. Yeah. Uh, hit subscribe. Turn on the notifications just so you get every episode as soon as they're out. And if you want to work with us, just email us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>